1-800-848-8808. Kelsey Ross is in. She's the women's soccer coach over at Bates. Kelsey, how are you? I'm well, Maddie. Thanks for having me back. Thanks how for, are you? Thanks for coming back. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Um, well, obviously, you guys aren't playing right now. I assume the field's probably a little snowed over. You'd be surprised. In fact, just the other day, our assistant coach sent me a picture. There is actually green grass. <laughs> Maybe not tomorrow at this point in time, from the sounds of it, but we're ready if we could play now we would that would be yeah you know, winter soccer would be something you know i could see people out there on like long under armor and going out and doing stuff winter hats oh you could have snow big snow piles and it could be more of do you think winter hats would be safer for the head because i know a lot of people get concerned about concussions for soccer so winter hat maybe cushion the blow a little maybe. bit maybe some of them some people wear them in the fall uh, not here in maine really yeah but other states, when they come to play, they think it's cold. It's always good when Kelsey comes in, because we just go off on a myriad of subjects, and you never know what's going to happen. So, Now, typically, a team loses some seniors each year. Is this the case with your team, and, and who do you turn over this year? Sure, we do. In fact, we graduate five young women from our program. Uh, we graduate a goalkeeper, Alyssa Morgosh, who battled some injuries throughout her last two years with us, uh, but was a tremendous team leader and, and really super involved on campus. So we graduated Alyssa. We graduate two co- or tri-captains this year, as a matter of fact, Nikki Brill and Dakota Donovan, who were with us for four years in major roles. We'll miss them. Nikki Brill is actually over at the Lewiston Middle School doing some student teaching right now. Oh, wow. Uh, and loving it and hoping to get into coaching as well. Uh, and then Emily Johnson out of Vermont. We graduate Emmy J, as well as Alex Milstrom, who was really a, a pleasant surprise this year. Alex was one of those great sports success stories or she tried out as a first year and did not make our roster. Did other things for three years on campus and came back and made our roster last fall. Scored oh, wow. a game winner for us and she'll go on to do great things, big in the sciences. That's great. That's good stuff. It's tough to replace a goalkeeper. It, it can be. Uh, and we were fortunate enough to have actually three first-year goalkeepers with Alyssa last, last fall. Oh, so they must have got some, some quality did. time and some quality minutes. That's, that's good experience. I mean, goalkeeping is, is such a big deal, whether it's hockey, whether it's soccer, um, just to keep things going. Because when everything else breaks down, sometimes they can be the ones that kind of reset and stop everything. So They have to be. We always say you need to clean up the mistakes of your teammates. And unfortunately, <laughs> when a goalkeeper makes a mistake, everyone points at them. It's really not their fault entirely. <laughs> All right. I got to ask you about this. We got to get this out of the way because this is the new hip thing. Okay. Right. We got to talk about air pressure. Okay. Mm, I couldn't imagine what you're talking I, about. I don't know. I, I, just, heard anything uh, there's, about this. I keep seeing this thing about PSI. I mean, it's let the national news this week. Not, not, not the State of the Union address. Not, no, not anything no. else. It's, it's actually uh, football pressure. Soccer balls. Is there a particular type of pressure that a soccer ball like? Do they like it overinflated, underinflated? Does it matter? You know, as a coach, I have no clue what the actual <laughs> number is. I leave that up to the officials. And I believe that's probably where many people are pointing their fingers today in reference to the Pats. Well, obviously, Kelsey, you're lying. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It's all a conspiracy. It's all a big conspiracy. But seriously, though, for as a, you know, your former player, hmm. was there ever a point where you're like, there's just not enough air in this thing? Or did it ever matter? Did you, ever, did you guys ever even think of stuff like that? Our team, as a matter of fact was really, really intensely, I should say, worried about the air pressure of our practice balls this year. So it's kind of funny we mentioned this. And you're an outside sport. It's cold. Where you store the balls matters. And if you don't check them and pump them up every day, every other day, you know they're going to deflate. There is a difference, for sure, in soccer. 
but I don't know that the difference is that big when you're carrying for X amount of yards and not throwing necessarily. See? There we go. See, I, I wanted to get a professional opinion on <laughs> well, this. So I guess there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to compare the compare the sports and stuff because ball comparisons are huge right now. Apparently. 18 degrees, 812. We're talking with Kelsey Ross. She's, uh, she's the Bates women's soccer coach, and we've got three more segments with her. Talk about the Bates program and all the fun stuff going on over there with the athletic program. You're listening to Z1055, the pulse of L.A. If it's about Lewiston Auburn, you'll hear it here. It's everything I listen to. It's my station. Good songs. Great station. The pulse of L.A. The new Z1055. The Z. Z1055. Good morning. We're joined by Kelsey Ross. She's the women's soccer coach over at Bates, making her return appearance. We didn't scare you away the first time. Which was no. Nice. No, in fact, I tried to get back earlier but you guys have been so busy yeah thank you for putting that out and i didn't even prompt that by the way yes we have been insanely (laughs) busy i've met a lot of people over the last few months it's getting to the point now where people are coming in and i'm like you look familiar do i know yeah i was in here in blah 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 doing oh great i i'm a horrible person i've become that guy it's fun stop being popular yeah it's it's just it it is this i was never this is this whole cool kid thing is really confusing so (laughs) so part of the off season has got to be about replacing those seniors and and we were talking about the seniors you lost Mm -hmm. and and, and strengthening the team so it it sounds like you're either in the middle of recruiting or always recruiting possibly how's uh, how's that going it it is always going and it goes well some days and it goes not so well some days (laughs) but at the end of it it goes well is where we're at uh, as a program and yes the recruiting schedule is never ending we recruit in season locally try to get out to to high school games was able to make the eastern main final over at el this fall and that was just crazy i mean against mount airat and el kudos to them for a really great fall i know things didn't go the way they probably wanted in the state final but we try to recruit locally in the fall and then we really hit the road pretty hard in the off season What's uh, what's uh, recruiting like during the winter? Because obviously kids mm. really aren't outside here in Maine playing soccer, but I'm sure there's all sorts of different things going on. There are, and the girls' club scene has just exploded over the last few years. Uh, the development of the ECNL League, which is really the girls' equivalent of Premier on the boys' side and the academy piece, uh, has just gone nationally and big in New England. So we travel to tournaments in places where there is are not snow, uh, Florida, North Carolina, we get down to Virginia in the spring, and those tournaments have just become national. So a lot of our New England teams are down there too. Oh wow! How what? How does a high school or or a club player get into the recruiting loop for a particular school? Mm, that's a great question, and I think that there there isn't one answer. And I think a lot of high school students and their parents are here, and you have to play club, and that's helpful, and that's the easiest, simplest route. But having video just reaching out to college coaches guesting on different teams for these type of big sort of high exposure tournaments can help but the biggest most simple thing is reach out to coaches at schools that you're interested in and and see where they're at well in in this day and age too does anybody ever contact you and be like here here's my youtube page with all my highlights on it youtube what did we do before it i don't know how did like people went to games and watched them it was strange it is and and from a coaching perspective i think wow we're really busy recruiting but the travel piece of it pre-YouTube, probably it just lessened how many kids you could see. So yeah, YouTube links are crazy popular. I, I can imagine. Can you tell us about the admissions process and, and any guidance that you can give for, for high school students looking? Because it's not just the recruiting piece. You've also got to 
get into the school. Right, that's the biggest piece. Yeah, the, yeah, that's that, that's a big deal. It's a huge deal. It is the deal. And I think there's also a misconception there, especially with liberal arts schools, highly academic schools, that the coaches have the final say. I'm not an admissions counselor. I'm not an admissions dean. And I, I have our kids that we really want to be at Bates, but there are highly qualified folks over in admissions that make those decisions. So number one piece of advice, it's cheesy. Parents are going to be happy to hear it. Do well in school because if you take care of business in the classroom and you also are really passionate about other things, sports, theater, music, whatever that may be, if you've got a great package and you're passionate and you've done well with it, you're going to be admissible places. Kelsey Ross is the women's soccer coach at Bates. We'll speak more with her coming up. 824, 19 degrees. You're actually warming it up out there. I know, it's chilly. Yeah, but it, it, was, nice. it was 16 when you got in. Now it's up three degrees. It's all I, relative. It, this is all you. This Thank is all you, you Kelsey. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll have more coming up. Z1055. 21 degrees, 838. Kelsey Ross is the Bates women's soccer coach. Talking about all sorts of things right now. Kelsey, what are the what are the returning members of the team doing in the off season? Do you do you have strength and conditioning programs? You guys lifting? What are we doing? We have it all, and we hope that they do it all. <laughs> we are a rather unique conference, the NESCAC, which Bates, Bowden, Colby all play in, in that unlike the rest of Division Three programs, we actually are not allowed to have a what they call a non-traditional season. So a time in the spring where we can train with the team and play on official games, et cetera. So it's a little bit of a gray area. Um, our kids love the game of soccer, though, so they want to play. They want to stay involved with the game, with each other. And so they do a fair amount of pickup on their own uh, with our men's team as well. Uh, Coach Flaherty on the men's side and I have tried very hard to combine our efforts as bait soccer and not the women and the men. Right. And, and they've really taken to it. So we do have a strength and conditioning program. Mike Seltzer, who is a good Ellsworth guy, lives down here in, in Lewiston with his wife, Joey, who I believe is an Oxford Hills grad, is over in our admissions office. Near and dear to my heart then. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Go Vikings. So <laughs> he puts together all of our conditioning work. In fact, we were with him last night for one of our approved team meetings to make sure the, the team knows how to lift appropriately. And they were full of full of energy and it was nice to see so they're definitely taken to it i'm surprised there's no team yoga you know a lot of teams do and we've discussed it because that's a big thing that right is now. a big thing i feel like i should get into it i just i'm surprised you're not right like, i yeah. figured like any any woman now between the ages of 20 and 29 <laughs> is just in namaste yoga. like I just, away. I just assumed that's what it was i was i was totally totally mistaken now, I understand that the sports programs often have their junior players leave campus for the spring. Yes. Tell me about the study abroad program and, and how do you work with that? The study abroad program at Bates is wildly popular. I can and, imagine. Yeah, and, and I never went abroad, in part because we did have a spring season uh, where I went to school in southwest Virginia. And so I felt obligated to stay. And I was in Virginia. I was sort of doing my abroad experience it's, it's very abroad in virginia in some <laughs> yeah, spots yes. i'm a girl from north yarmouth yeah yeah, yeah it was very abroad <laughs> but it, our kids go all over and we support it i mean what a great time for them to take that opportunity and go somewhere different uh, we have young ladies in rome barcelona new zealand i believe copenhagen as well and and they go and they love it and when you play soccer you automatically have a connection to almost anywhere else in the world 
we really encourage them to get out there, make connections through the game of soccer, and they come back just tremendously excited for their senior years with a lot of energy to bring to their teammates. No, I can imagine. What uh, what else goes on during the offseason? Do you get involved in any professional development? I also heard a rumor about a close call with the World Cup trophy. Yes. V- both very valid and true. Last <laughs> week was our NSCAA uh, convention, which is our soccer governing body. It's for professional, college, youth, high school, administrators, you name it. Uh, people can be a member. So I encourage people involved in the game of soccer to check it out, nscaa.com, to get more information and become a member. We went down, our assistant coach Jordan May and I, to Philadelphia for that convention and did a goalkeeper license, learned all about the different techniques of goalkeeping. And uh, yes, the World Cup was on display and we were able to take a picture. You can check out our Twitter feed uh, off the website. We couldn't actually hold it up. We really wanted to reenact you know, the lifting of the world cup but it was in a pretty intense glass case i can i can imagine they probably frown on that I, unfortunately times. yeah well that's that, that makes a lot of sense kelsey ross is the bates women's soccer coach talking with her here on the breakfast club we'll have more with her coming up it's 842 z1055 the breakfast club 22 degrees 851 kelsey ross is in the bates women's soccer coach Wrap it up here, final segment. Now, I know most of the coaches at Bates have other duties in addition to coaching. Tell us about the other responsibilities over there. Sure. So my responsibilities, as they all vary a little bit, depending on skill set and and the season you coach in, I oversee the winter semester of the intramurals program. Oh, excellent. It's a blast, and it's a lot of work in the front end, and then we really let our student workers take things over and, and run with it. And so we have... All sorts of different leagues basketball indoor soccer broom ball which is crazy popular i had no clue what broom ball was before last winter and <laughs> what exactly is broom ball you know it's sort of a hybrid of almost lacrosse soccer and hockey uh, it's played on the ice but there are specific broom ball sticks and sort of a round soft uh, broom ball and you don't wear skates, you wear street shoes, and you play a form of hockey. Oh, wow. They love it. And, uh, yeah, come over to base, check it out sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. I wonder how you'd call that. Like, oh, that broom was too high. I don't know. I don't know what you'd do with that. I think it's a lot of freestyle play. I don't I, think there are many rules. I, I would assume there probably is, yeah. Mm. It's, yeah, it's probably call your own fouls. Now, I, I know it's still a ways off, but, but tell us about the clinic that you run in the spring. Yeah, so we started a spring clinic last spring at the end of April. Uh, dates for this, uh, as well as our summer camp, are on our website. Registration hopefully will be open in the next couple of weeks. But it's just a, an opportunity for students interested in Bates or just interested in improving their soccer skills to come on campus, work with our staff and our current players uh, to showcase their skills and, and take a little something away for the game. No, I hear you don't take summers off either. I mean, I know that. I mean, all the coaches that come in here, whether wherever they're from, it's it's 365. Absolutely. There's no 366 on leap years. You have to do the other day <laughs> as well. Me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's coming right up. What's uh, what's going on with the camp that, that you run in the summer, and how does that work? We work a number of summer camps outside of Bates, outside of New England, within with New England, but we are really hoping to get a summer camp here on campus off the ground. And so... There will be a three-day camp at the end of June, just after school ends here in the state of Maine, before many other summer camps kick off 
And again, those dates are on the website. Just three days, there will be overnight options as well as commuter options. A great chance to just come showcase your skills, work on your skills, and have a good time. That's good stuff. What uh, what are you doing when you're not coaching? I mean, outside of the fact that you coach pretty much all the time. Well, yeah, dead pause, <laughs> right? What do I do when what, I'm not coaching? When am I not coaching? When I'm, first off, when am I not coaching? Hmm. Right, almost all the time. Right. But, you know, you stay involved with different things on campus. I recently bought a house in huh. Lewiston, and that has been, it will be a labor of love, so a lot of work over at the house. How's that, how's that going? It's going. We finally have heat. Wow, how, how long has it taken you to get heat? Well, I closed in the house in October, Maddie, so I try not to got, count the months. You got heat two days ago? Two days ago. Okay, so my son was born October 16th. Congratulations. So for as, thank you. So for as, I'm just trying to do the math here. So for as long as my son has been alive, you've had, you haven't had heat until like two days ago. Right, so your son and I have a very special bond. Right. <laughs> right, there's toughness there. <laughs> wow, that's good stuff. Kelsey Ross is the Bates women's soccer coach. Possibly a future in radio as well. Thank uh, you. Hey, I'll be back. Yeah, I mean, if you can find the time, you know. True. Maybe, maybe for the, let us know about the summer camps and stuff like that. Absolutely, yeah. Go, go see our agent. She'll get you booked right out. I will. Okay? I know how to find her. Yeah, I, I know you do. <laughs> 23 degrees. Kelsey, thank you very much. For more information, go to, uh, go to Bates' website, Bates.edu, and click on the athletics section. Look for women's soccer right there. Great. Thanks for having me, Maddie. Thanks for being back. We'll be right back. It's a breakfast club. I'm here till 10 a.m. Z1055. The Breakfast Club.